Hello and welcome to the Monday podcast of Born to Be a Star. A place where you get to recognize your star power, laugh and enjoy your life, man. A place where you get to recognize who you are. A place that told you that you are a star wherever you are. And it uh, has you recognize the fact that you can do anything you put your mind to and you can change your mind from no, I can't to yes, I can. Why can't you switch your job? Why can't you move? Why can't you find a new best friend? Why can't you wear that red dress that's in the closet that's been sitting there? Why can't you go on interviews? Why can't you change your life? Why can't you switch your bank? If you have a bank and you hate it, switch it to another one. If you are listening to a podcast but you're sick of what they're saying, find another one. If you're watching a TV show and it's pissing you off, find a new one. There's other options. You don't have to stay stuck in something, especially if you don't like it. So let today be the time where you just say, you know what? I'll pass. I want to do something else. Yes, you can. Do anything you put your mind to. You don't have to listen to somebody always giving you advice, telling you what they think you should do. You don't always have to listen to someone telling you something. Like, who wants to constantly hear that? Judgment and opinions. Never-ending opinions and never-ending just... I mean, if we want to hear that, we'd ask for it. Outside of me asking you for your opinion, please don't give it to me. How about that? Just FYI. I feel like sometimes everybody feels like that. Sometimes other people do not know the answers. And who said that they did? I hope that you can recognize your star power by looking into the mirror in the bathroom, on your phone, in your car, on your laptop, wherever you're looking at the mirror. I hope you see your reflection, even if it's your hand and you're pretending like it's a mirror. I hope you look at your reflection and you say, yes, I can. Because I'm a star and I have light within me that is brighter than anything else. And I'm an illumination of light. That means I can recharge myself. And if I'm not filling up to it, I can take time, get back to where I need to get. And I can accomplish goals and I can do anything I set my mind to. So go out and go do that. Anyways, moving on to the fun part of our conversation. Let's move on to no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us any, any, any way. Biden sucks. The Democratic Party is a bunch of shit. And the gas prices aren't going down in the United States of America. They brought them down like 20 cents. Do you know the bitch-ass governor where I live had the audacity to act like he's doing something for people by dropping the gas prices 25 cents and giving a free tax week? I got to tell you, I don't fucking care about free taxes for things. If I got to spend all this money to go drive there to get it, like, pass. And I have a Nissan Rogue, so I have an SUV, so it costs more to fill up my gas tank. I don't really want to hear about these electric vehicles that are are set at a ridiculous rate for, for me to pay for. In order for me to get uh, an actual good electric vehicle, I'd want a Tesla or I'd want the Nissan Atria. And we're starting at $40,000 for both of those. So... Am I, what am I going to do here? I own the car I have. Am I, am I going to invest in that? I don't see that as a good investment. If I was going to invest in anything, it'd be property. But can we talk about property right now? Because the housing market is insane. The interest rates have gone from a 2.3 up to like a 4.5 and they're steadily going up every day. There's barely anything on the market. Me and Skip are trying to buy a house right now and I, I don't know where we're going to end up living because every day is different. 
and everything's insane. Not only is the housing market insane, the job market's insane. Like, if companies don't act correctly, they're going to be fucked all over again. Because remember we talked about the great resign? People are going to continue to leave places or find better opportunities. And I don't know what these companies are going to do, bro. Like, if you're not offering good things to your employees, they can find somebody that is. Like, you're setting a trend where people are just going to be out. And the Democratic Party is so pathetic. Like, what are they going to do next? The idea that they're trying to stop Elon Musk from buying Twitter, just let him buy Twitter. Because Twitter is just, it's a crap show. They want Twitter to be something where they can talk about whoever they want on the right, and they don't have to explain anything. Nobody wants to be held accountable in the Democratic Party. And I'm not saying that the Republicans are any better because they're not. But we're talking about the Democrats. Joe Biden is far too gone to understand what, what's actually happening. The war in Russia, I understand like it's a, a humanitarian aspect of it. And we have to care for these these refugees from Russia. OK, I understand that. But at the same time. The working class of America has been working, enduring everything during COVID on this outside, on this opposite side of living with COVID now in 2022. And we've endured a lot of shit. Like, I don't want to fucking hear about Russia's problems. And I live in America because I'm still paying high taxes. Right. I'm still paying a lot of money for gas. Right. Inflation is kicking everybody's ass. Right. So how does this work? Just how? I know we want to vic. Everybody's a victim everywhere else, and I know the rest of the world wants us to care so much about their problems. But at the same time, who's caring about our problems? Because the only people that get punished here is the working class. The only people that people complain about is the working class. Anytime you hear a progressive or democrat say they're going to tax the rich my thought process is why why can't you find a way to pay for it with actual money you know why because you can't set a policy with this bullshit they're not going to actually put this in a writing and give any funds to it without you taxing somebody your ideas suck that's why let's not lie that's exactly what's happening so When you're listening to these people, all of them, regardless of what side they're on, listen to what they're saying and how they're saying it. Nine times out of ten, Nancy Pelosi knows if she speaks about some ridiculous shit, it's gonna not going to pass. Biden never had any intention on forgiving student loans. Wasn't he supposed to start at 50K? What happened to that? Remember what happened to that? It died before it started. They say one thing when they need to be elected into office, and they then they don't do anything when they get elected into office. How do they get paid all this fucking money, I mean millions of dollars, if not trillions of dollars, go into their fucking bank accounts. They have drivers. AOC owns a Tesla. She lives in a fucking like mansion on top of Amazon in New York. How does she have that? Why is she not getting paid $13 an hour or something that matches up to the things they do, which is nothing? On a higher level, they're doing nothing. I want you to see what I'm talking about. All of the stuff that they were talking about during 2020 when George Floyd died or when Breonna Taylor was murdered 
uh, and shot to death. All the things that they were supposed to do with changing cops and fixing no-knock warrants. Has any of that actually happened? Let me be the one to tell you, no, it hasn't. The George Floyd thing that they tried to implement didn't happen. Are you really trying to act like George Floyd was as serious as what happened to Martin Luther King when he was assassinated? It's different. It's different. I'm not saying that what happened to George Floyd wasn't horrible because it was. The guy that did that to him deserves nothing but a bullet to the brain or getting electrocuted. He doesn't deserve anything outside of that. You murdered somebody, dude. It doesn't matter if you're a cop. You killed them. The guy was calling for his mother. I will never forget seeing that. I've never cried so much in my entire life. That like broke my heart. And when they shot Breonna Taylor and killed her off of, off of an assumption... What does that mean? There's problems in this country. The police protect the elite, okay? That's what they're there for. That's what the army is elected in for. That's what these police officers are for. I had this conversation with my friend Gina, right? And I was talking to her about police officers. Think about when a police station puts a white cop in a minority-based centric location and community. And something doesn't go correctly. And they haven't been trained properly. What's the... Assumption that something's going to go wrong, right? Because they don't have the correct training. And they're not used to this community. So why would you put someone that's just a rookie... I'm going to say that. In a position like that. Where they could make a mistake with a weapon. Like that officer that shot the guy in the car. Like these aren't mistakes where you're killing people. Because you're a police officer. And these police officers aren't actually going to be held accountable. Because they get to hide behind a, a blockade of something. That's the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard of. So I know we want to be mad progressives i know we want to be mad democrats but none of them are going to stop the police they just gave them more money if you thought something was going to change you're crazy and we can't get rid of the police because who's going to protect people from bad people now i know i just said the police protect the elite and they're working for the pentagon and there's a lot of shrubbery going on and there definitely is But don't for one second think that these war-hungry, sovereign psychopaths don't love the idea of the fact that Russia is in a war with Ukraine. Don't think that they're not fully aware of what's happening and they're not fully taking advantage of what's happening. Biden is sending all these trillions of dollars at this point, because it's definitely trillions, over to Ukraine. We're never getting that back, bro, ever. Like, why are you giving them weapons? This shit's not going to end. I hate to be the person to say this and sound like this because I do feel bad about the people and the refugees. And I do think they need to be taken care of. That's different. Ukraine doesn't have anything to do with the immediate people of the United States out of the working class. And trying to connect them together and make us feel sympathy for something while you're overtaxing us and treating us like shit isn't making me feel better. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not making a whole lot of other people feel better either. And people are starting to wake up and smell the coffee and they're probably thinking, I understand what happening, what's happening in Ukraine is bad and I feel sorry, but why the fuck am I paying $4 for gas?
Why are the potato chips in the grocery store five bucks now? I want to order out lunch. That's $40. For what? For fucking what? Two sandwiches is $40. Two. Two sandwiches. Two sandwiches. You see what I'm talking about? A pizza is $30. One pizza. One. We got to hold them accountable. Biden sucks. He should have never been elected in as president, but they would have elected a tree in to get rid of Trump, a fucking tree to get rid of him. And I know a lot of people don't like Trump or what he stands for, but I find him absolutely hilarious. And I think he won the first time because he he didn't lie about shit. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. And, you know, when Trump was in office, Putin didn't do this. You know why Putin did this? Biden is a bad leader, bad leader. So all these morons that are on Biden's Twitter telling him about how grateful they are are probably the ones sucking the tit of the government, getting all these free things handed out to them. Because no working class citizen is thanking Biden for anything. If anything, people that are of sound mind do not like the Democratic Party or the Republican Party, and they definitely don't like Biden or his wife that's a teacher at a community college, but so... but. It's supposed to have a PhD. I don't want to hear your sob stories. I don't want to hear about how you do this or do that. I want to hear about how you're going to help my community. How are you going to help my state? How are you going to help the millennials of Generation Z and and all the generations of the young? How are you going to help college graduates be able to figure out their lives and get their first apartment? How are you going to help young millennials who just got married be focused on having kids instead of how they're going to pay for their student loans and their car payment. How are you going to do that? How? Are you going to forgive student loans? Because at the rate of money you're handing out for fucking wars, you could have already done that. I mean, let's go. And I don't want to hear about how people aren't going to want to spend taxes for that. So you want to spend taxes so people can get extra money for a tax break that don't spend taxes? There's a lot of problems here and they need to get fixed. But anyways, thank you for turning into this Monday version of No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Remember about two weeks ago, Biden was walking in a circle at the White House, couldn't find the entrance to where he resides at. That's the president of the United States of America. If you didn't vote him in, then don't feel bad. If you did, question yourself. The man that's the president doesn't know where he is anymore he's not of sound mind clearly there's something wrong with him be fully aware of that anyways moving on to the next part of our conversation let's talk about my platinum journey so at last i'm platinum about a week and a half ago today's monday so yeah about a week and a half ago uh kyle did my whole head and it's completely platinum at this point he did do a very uh thick trim of my hair which i was very sad about but you know it's growing back so i guess you know if you're gonna go blonde like that it's important that you cut the hair when you're doing it so it'll grow back healthier so while i'm i while i was a little like oh my god are you really gonna cut my hair like that i mean i understood why he did it 
and it'll grow back fuller and more healthier. And all I can do is just be excited about that. I love being a blonde. I love especially being a platinum blonde. Um, you know, this is my dream. And now that I'm here, I'm never, nothing else is ever happening to my hair. I found the color. I found, I found my Kyle. I, I couldn't be happier. Like this journey of getting to this place where I am right now with my, like, naturally curly hair like with the density and the thickness of my hair the journey from the shitty hairdresser I had the last time it's been a long ride man I'm just happy I was able to open up my heart and open up me as a person to allow somebody else in to take care of me and treat me correctly and it's nice to be taken care of it's nice to know I can send Kyle a text and say thank you and know he'll respond back to me it's nice to have somebody that's caring and understanding and and it isn't out to do anything but provide me with the service that I'm requesting and and that's definitely what I found I also like the salon I like the setup and I love the healthiness of the products that he advised me to use I did get rid of all the hair products I had. I know that I told you I was using Coco and Eve. I kept a cocoa, a couple of Coco and Eve products because I like the hydration and the, um, what's it called? The deep conditioner that they have. But I did get rid of the other products. And I can't remember the name of them, for the love of God. Let me go find them. The name of the other products that I started throwing out were Canvas Beauty. Now, I know you're thinking, why did you throw out Canvas Beauty after you decided you wanted to do that big order? Now, I didn't throw out all the products. I just got rid of some of it. And the reason why... I decided to make that decision and get rid of some of the products is because I I want to use like things that are vegan free. I want to use products that don't have a lot of additives in them. And I want to make sure that I'm using things on my hair that match up with what I'm getting done when I go to the hair salon, you know, when I, I have Kyle do my hair. So he told me, you know, get rid of anything that you got from Sally's. And honestly, I'm glad I did that too, because I feel like when I go to Sally's, they don't give me the best advice. Like when I went to bleach my own hair, they told me to get one thing and I needed another. And I just had a horrible experience like buying a bunch of crap I didn't need. And I don't want to make those mistakes that I've done before again. So I just decided to get rid of the shampoos that I got from Target that were questionable. I decided to get rid of some of the canvas beauty I had and some of the extra like conditioners that I don't know if I should be using that with my hair because first of all, now I'm just platinum blonde. Second of all, I'm trying to make sure it's healthy. Third of all, do I really know about the products? Because my hair type isn't like everyone else's hair. Like I have naturally curly hair, right? Not only do I have naturally curly hair, but it's not it's not regular hair. It's thicker hair. So like when it does grow back, it grows back very fast, right? And I have to be careful with that. I want to make sure I take care of my hair. It's very important to me. I 
I love, uh, you know, being a girl and I love all of that. So this blonde process and this blonde journey, getting the platinum blonde, it's truly awesome. I'm so excited. I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful that we did it the correct way. We didn't do it all at once. We took time to do it incrementally and and that's important to me because this is my hair, like especially in the field I work in, I'm constantly seeing people and it's important I look the the way I want to look and the way I want to look is I'm going to be a blonde forever and at this rate I definitely will be. So I'm very grateful for Kyle. Thank you for all you've done, my my brother. And um, I'll see you soon. And uh, what are we talking about? It's just... It feels like it's very easy to get caught up, right? And it feels like it's very easy to lose sight of what you want. If you don't want to go blonde or you want to go red, I mean, go red, but be, be aware that leaving from red... To try to do another color, you're going to have to do a color remover, and that's a process. If you want to go dark brown, I guess you could do that too. Basically, go to someone who's experienced with color if you're going to do color. I'm, I'm really trying to convince my mom she should do a, a color. So, mom, if you're listening, maybe a brown. Mom, if you're listening, let's, let's do a color on you. It could be in a box. We can find a pretty color. We can find it at Target. Let's do it. She's probably going to be like, no, I don't want to do it. So we'll see what happens. Anyways, I'm happy with my hair journey, and I will keep you updated and keep you in the loop of whenever I, there's a new change or I start to see the growth come back. Um, I'm, I'm very happy, and I'm, I'm very uh, lucky to be a part of a salon that has a really amazing staff, and we'll see what's next. How to pick books for your book club. Well, me and Mom have been reading Mary Higgins Clark. And some of the books are the same. Some of the books are different. Uh, sometimes it's easier for us to read the book. And sometimes it's difficult depending on our schedules or whatever. But the question is, how do you put books for your book club? First, you have to pick what genre you're going to read. Are you reading mystery? Are you reading horror? Are, are you reading uh, something else? Once you have the genre, then you pick the author. Then you select the books you want to read. You have to find the books. You can either find the books on Amazon or what we've been doing is we've been going to like Savers and Goodwill and finding the books for like really discounted prices. Uh, unfortunately, Mary Higgins Clark is dead. Very sad about that. But her daughter, Carol Clark, is still alive. And I think her husband's still alive as well. Um, they're all writers. Mary Higgins Clark is a phenomenal writer. She is a phenomenal author. Her books are just literally to die for um as someone that loves reading mystery loves trying to figure out who did it who done it uh me and mom love reading these books together we go page by page chapter by chapter till we get to the end we have deep conversations about it and uh we have a book club together called the mom and daughters book club so the mdbc and um it's a lot of fun um it's exactly what I thought it would be to be reading books with my mom, to be learning about different areas of the United States or anything outside of the United States, to be able to read with her is so fun. And you don't have to have a book club with your mom, but if you can't have one with your mom, why not do that? Why not have that fun with your mom? It's truly amazing.
But like I was saying earlier, the way you pick out a book for your book club is you have to figure out what genre you want the book to be in. So if you're reading Stephen King in horror, are you going to start with the first story? If you're reading a mystery, maybe you're reading James Patterson. Which variation of James Patterson? Which variation of James Patterson are you reading? Because there's so many James Patterson collections, not just one book, but he has many books. He's got like uh, the Murders Club. He's got the one about uh, I forget the name of the character. He's got a lot of different books. Like a lot of these mystery writers, they have different layers of their writing. Like I, I suggest you go into like a Barnes and Noble. I suggest you take time with whoever you're in the book club with so you can pick out a book that matches up with what you've been reading. That's so essential to how you can broaden your reading and broaden what you're, the authors you're, you're listening to. It's a, it's a combination of, you know, what genre and what authors do you want to read? Do you want to just stick with mystery or do you want to get outside of that? Do you want to read about politics? I kind of like reading about mystery because I'm stuck with looking at politics and everything every day anyway. So being able to read a book about mystery for me is it's kind of a break away from the reality of the shit that happens every day. So the mysteries are kind of a break away from that for me. Especially someone that consumes everything that's out there to consume on a daily basis. Being able to just read a Mary Higgins Clark book with mom is like a break away from all the craziness that happens in the world. Moving on to the next part of our conversation, hopefully you get your own book club like I have, is chapstick better than lipstick? I think chapstick can make your lips smoother, can make your lips look better. I think lipstick is like for dressy occasions, and I think you should only be wearing that for something special. I don't think that's necessary for every day. I could be wrong. Some people will be like, I want to wear my Kylie every day. And I, although I do like Kylie, I don't know if I want to wear that every day. It has to be like an occasion of I'm wearing a certain thing where I want to wear that every day. So I think it's either or. You could do lipstick or you could do chapstick. But you should have both of them with you at all times in case you want to keep your lips soft or in case you want to give your lips some pink color. Whatever your heart desires, have both handy at all times. As a girl, you have to have both of them available all the time. Next part of our conversation. Why do why you need hydration for your skin? Why do you need hydration for your skin? You need hydration for your skin because you have to keep your face moisturized. You have to feed your skin what it wants. And most of the time it wants something smooth. You know, if you don't want to end up being 90 years old looking like you're 200 years old, you want to be nourishing your skin. You want to make sure that you're doing things to keep your face and your your actual skin hydrated. That's what lotion is for. That's what cocoa butter is for. That's what all those things are for is to hydrate your skin. And you need to be doing that every day. I mean, I'm not saying you should be doing a facial every day because I don't think you can do that. But, you know, once a week. Make sure you take time to have a beauty day where you put your hair in a bun and you put all those layers on and you take time to make yourself feel pretty. Guy or girl, make sure you take time to hydrate your skin. It's very important for your longevity of your skin. 
Moving on to the next part of our conversation, Ted Lasso. Oh my God, so, so amazing. And I know we briefly touched upon it before, but there's something about Apple and the way they made this show. There's so many different layers to the show. It's truly a joy to watch it. And it's a joy because I love soccer. Um, me and Skip love Manchester City. We watch it all the time together. And it's just something so amazing about watching it this way. It's like the, the, opposite of, the opposite of watching soccer. Like for me, I think soccer is football and that's how I see it. So football is soccer to me. It's like the opposite. Like I love football when it comes on. I love the football season, but I definitely like soccer more than I like football because of that. Because I really believe that that is football. Ted Lasso, extraordinary. It's got so many layers. It makes you feel like it's it's relatable in so many ways when it comes to family, understanding, friends, difficult situations, emotions, you know, especially for a younger person or somebody that's maybe not 20, but maybe not 50. It definitely has a way of making you feel like it's it's a thing where you're, you're feeling it and you're understanding it. And I think that's essential. I really do. Uh, if you haven't had an opportunity at a time, you need to get Ted Lasso. If you don't have access to Apple Plus, you need to get Apple Plus. There's, there's not just Ted Lasso. There's Severance. There's uh, After Party. There's Suspicion. There's, there's a lot on there. Uh, so you need to get it for all those options. But especially Ted Lasso is the, the main reason you need to get that. Ted Lasso, there's just no words to explain how amazing that is. They need to do an award show for Apple shows and they need to give all the awards to the writers of that. Just hands down. Amazing. Apple Plus is a plus. We were just talking about that. Apple Plus is the head of the game, man. They've got shows coming out every Friday and they've been sticking to that. They found their thing. They found their motto. Their motto is to have shows come out every week and they found what's working. It's working. It's working. They're keeping their users engaged and, and they're inviting new people to join in. And it's very inter interesting and entertaining at the same time. Makes me excited about watching the same show every week because it's coming on on a weekly basis. You're not able to just watch everything all at once. And I like that. I like that it's a weekly show. And I also like that it's available on Friday because like a lot of other people, if you work all week, you might not have time to like catch up on your show. But if it's on a Friday and the next day is Saturday and you don't have to work, you're more likely to watch that and have more of an availability to look at it. So Apple Plus, is a plus. And if you don't have it, you need to add that with a plus into what your streaming services are and get it. Just saying. Weekly watching versus weekend watching. Weekly watching is like shows that you watch during the week. And I'd say weekend watching is like maybe you're catching up or you're trying to look at movies. I mean, I do think there's a difference there. Like, it maybe it's more of a Netflix show because you can watch all of some of the Netflix shows at once. They don't really have weekly shows, but you know, I feel like weekend watching is more for movies and more for in-depth things. Like I feel like weekly watching would be for like HDTV, Food Network, shows that just come on during the week for like cable. I really don't watch a lot of cable, but I do watch HDTV and I do like Food Network. Uh, there's really nothing on cable I want to look at. I'm just not gonna lie to you, there isn't. 
literally the only reason I'm going to watch cable is for football. And that's in the fall. I don't like uh, basketball anymore, but I do like baseball. And I do like hockey. But I have, we have ESPN Plus, and uh, we've got access to all the hockey games. So I'm, I'm likely not watching hockey on TV. But I do like the NHL station. That's a great station that has hockey. Um, so I do think there is a difference between weekly and weekend watching. I think that's how you set up what you're going to look at. You have to make options for how you're going to look at everything. And I think that's really important. I really do. Next part of a conversation. Do big TVs need a stand? I don't know. Like, we have a TV stand in our living room, but our TV's like 60-something inches, so I think it needs that. And there's a lot of things in the TV stand, like all my uh, video games, and I have a lot of our uh, comic book collection there. And I have an assortment of things in that area. Probably need to get rid of the majority of it because I don't think it's necessary anymore. I'm also a big gamer, but I do older games. I'm So in the living room, I have Super Nintendo plugged up onto that. Or it might... Yeah, the Super Nintendo's there and the other Nintendo's in the other room. The original Nintendo. I'm more of an old school gamer. I like the flexibility of the controls with the older games. So do I think that a... TV stand is necessary? No. I think you can plank it up on the wall with the little wall receiver. But you have to be careful with how big the TV is when you're doing that. So I think you definitely want to be able to like measure everything out depending on where you're putting it in the room. And I think you need to be fully aware of the fact that it's not on the TV. So is the stand going to keep the TV up? I'd say that. Make sure it's going to work out correctly because you don't want a nice TV falling and breaking. With Amazon Gaming, do we need anything else? I don't know. I love the new access to the Amazon games. I signed up for it before it started coming out, so I have special dibs on games and things. I really I really enjoy the Amazon Gaming. If only Amazon Watching could catch up to that. I, I don't know. I feel like the access that they give you with that, the flexibility with the games and the fun you could have directly on your TV from the Amazon app, it's just fun. And it fits in with our lifestyle and it, it just makes everything very unique and fun. Next part of our conversation, let's get into food. Um, nothing new for food. We've been using the air fryer. I love my one pan. Uh, one pan has a sale right now, so I want to get the bigger version of the one pan because I love it. Um, just trying to find recipes that coincide with spring, although it feels like it's winter here. Um, trying to find things that are easy to make, not bad on the pockets. And things that you want to eat. You know, I'm thinking I'm going to get back into having shakes in the morning. And I want to get back to really eating healthier. So I can live longer and stronger. So I'm trying to consume more water, less soda, more veggies, less like red meat, more fish if possible. But you know, I'm, I'm really iffy about fish. So I stick with kind of scallops and shrimp. Um, I kind of want to make the shrimp pasta with um, crabs with shrimp with scallops with i think it's octopus or it's clams 
with the clamshells and you put like this risotto and you put like uh, white wine in with it and you mix it all together with like parsley and basil and I kind of want to make that I want that to be the next thing that I make so that's going on the list of things I want to make soon we'll see what happens I'm also thinking about like air frying clams I don't know what that's going to taste like but we'll see let me just tell you that the potato salad at Hall's Market is amazing if you live in New England, you need to find a Hall's Market near you and you need to get to it. I've told you that shopping at the market is better than the grocery store. Everybody needs to go on a boycott from Stop and Shop because they suck. So there. Just going to say it. I feel like everything in Stop and Shop is overpriced and it's not worth the money. And it's not of great quality. No thank you. Bye. Sticking with Big Y. If you're going to pick a grocery store, pick one that's meeting up with what you want. Don't pick a grocery store that's iffy. Like, no thank you. No thank you. So I'm sticking with Big Y and we're sticking with Hall's Market. That's where we're shopping this week. And I hope you find a market near you. And I hope you find a Big Y near you. And if you have a stop and shop near you, boycott them just like we are. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast of Born to be a Star. And have yourself a wonderful rest of your Monday. And I will see you tomorrow right here, same time on Tuesday. And don't forget your star wherever you are. And for every time someone tells you what you can't do, that's when you surprise them even more times than that with everything that you've already done. You're unstoppable. Be unapologetic in your success, in your accomplishments, and don't give a flying fuck what anybody has to say. How about that? If somebody wants to tell you something, tell them to come talk to me so I can tell them about their ugly self. They need a mirror so they can see their reflection. Anybody telling anybody else what they can't do with their lives needs to take accountability of their own lives. Because for you to tell somebody what they can't be means you think you have enough power to make that judgment. And you don't. So for all you beautiful listeners out there, female, male, or whatever you want to be, Thank you for listening to the podcast, and I hope you know you are a beautiful star, and I see you wherever you are. You are my light in the darkness. I'll see you tomorrow.